0: What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high-performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating And review, I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. Because this one's all about knowing your numbers, right? This is incredibly important that you know your numbers. So before I jump right into it, if you've been dabbling on the fence and you're not sure where you're stuck, if you're stuck, then I encourage you to jump on a call with me. You can do that by going over to GordonALight.com or GordonALight.com slash apply, either one of those and book a call with me, let's jump on the phone, let's talk about what your problem is, what is holding you back, what your goals are, and get crystal clear on how to move forward with that. So anyway, knowing your numbers, what does that really mean? Um, I wanna start off by just, just really addressing this. The people who are successful in fitness, the people who are successful in really mastering their health and mastering their body, and that can be one of a million different things, guys. That can be building a physique of their dreams, okay? That can be losing 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds and just being healthy, going from unhealthy and an overly large BMI value to something that's healthy. That can be, um, going from one state where they're getting constant bad remarks from their doctor and having uncomfortable conversations about things like gastric bypass and diabetes and stuff like that, chronic disease to the opposite. Okay. It can be one of a million different things. Um, one of the things that I experience a lot when I talk to people is that especially parents, is that they want to be able to run around with their kids more. They want to be able to hang out outdoors with their kids and keep up with them. Um, this would be a situation like that, right? Someone who's successful as a parent in terms of being that active parent, that can be a measure of success. and knowing your numbers is one of the things that can help you get there. Okay? Anyone who's been able to achieve any of those things I just mentioned knows their numbers know your numbers. All right. So we're going to talk more specifically about knowing your numbers, and I'm not just talking about knowing your calories, okay? That's part of it, but there's a lot more to it. Um and you know, another way to look at this too before I really dive in is that anyone who's been successful in really anything, right? Building a business or saving a lot of money or again, mastering your body <clears throat> or trying to overcome something large that's taken a lot of patience and a lot of a lot of time and just enduring pain over and over and over and over again they're always aware of the exact state of everything at any given time if they actually end up being successful they always know the state of everything at any given time and what that really means is having a pulse on the the numbers the measurements the metrics the analytics at any given time and you can ask any successful business owner or anyone who's been really good in investing or something like that, ask them their numbers and they'll know their numbers right off the top of their head every single time because they're, they're basically obsessed with it to the point where they know it like the back of their hand at any given time. The same thing goes for people who are successful in fitness, okay? People who have gone from some state that they really didn't want to be in to overcoming some transformation, whatever that is, and, and got themselves to where they really want to be they know their numbers at any given time. All right. So let's talk about what those numbers in. Well, so first, first and foremost, uh, so Jen's online, Chris is online, Veronica's online. What's up, guys? Good morning. Um, Anyway, let's talk about in versus out. Okay, this is the number one number (laughs) that everyone should know pretty much at any given time. All right. I'm not really going to talk about intuitive eating. I'll mention it a little bit. Uh, It is relevant, but let's talk about in versus out, okay? And knowing the metrics behind that. So in versus out is what it sounds like. It's what you are eating every single day. What are you consuming? What are you putting into your body for numbers? And what is your body putting out for numbers, okay? So in other words, what are you eating in terms of numbers? What are you eating in terms of calories? What are you eating in terms of macros, proteins, fats, carbs? What are you taking in? to your body? What are you putting into your body every single day? And then what is your body actually burning of that value? So if you're putting in a certain amount, let's just make up some numbers here. If you're putting in 2000 calories, but your body's only burning 1600, uh, 1600 calories, where's that other 400 calories going? Think about that for a second. Like a lot of people, they've heard this a million times growing up and they've heard this a million times from a million different people, but they never really most people never really let that sink in. It's like, okay, if I'm eating 2000 calories, but I I'm only burning 1600 every single day, even though I'm working out and stuff, where is that other 400 going? The answer is, it's storing itself in your body as fat, okay? So that that's why people end up overweight is because they have a caloric surplus, okay? You're eating more than you're burning, eating more than you're burning. There are some sub layers to this, but in general guys, that is how it works. It is that simple. If you are eating more than you're burning, you will continue to put on weight. You will never be able to craft that body that you want. You will never be able to lose the weight that you want. You'll never be able to get the muscle definition that you want, the body that you want, the physique that you want. And quite honestly, it's gonna start contributing to the other things too, okay? It's gonna start contributing to fatigue. It's gonna start contributing to slowing you down physically. It's going to contribute to lack of stamina, lack of endurance, lack of energy, all those things. As you continue to go through this process of eating more than you're burning, consuming more than you're burning, putting in more than you're putting out, then you will start to develop those characteristics and those those feelings and those those side effects. So in versus out. So that is important. So uh, how do you know? what it is you should be putting in and how do you know what it is your body is putting out? Well, there's a couple ways you can do this, okay? But it starts with testing. Now, you can go online and you can find a million different macronutrient calculators and caloric calculators and they take into effect or into account things like your age, your gender, your activity level, and a bunch of other stuff. But at the end of the day, it takes some testing and even the most experienced coaches and the most experienced trainers and the most experienced nutritionists will not be able to pinpoint this without going through some testing, without going through some like ABC testing, right? Of trying a value for an extended period of time, seeing how that goes, and then making tweaks over time and adjustments and pivots and things like that. So, um, so that's how it starts, right? So how do you know where to start? Okay, because all that's great. Knowing that you have to do some testing is great. I get that. But Gordon, how do I, how do I even like pick an arbitrary value in the beginning to start with? Great question. Um, so if you look at the back of any nutrition label, they all say stuff like everything's based on a 2000 calorie diet. A diet. And that is like an old adage thing that was like, that was come up, come up with a long time ago that assume that the average adult American or average adult human should be consuming about 2,000 calories a day. You can use that as a baseline. Um, I have found over the years that almost no one operates to a 2,000 calorie per day value. They just don't. Um, But if you are unsure where to begin and you literally have never really tracked your macros and calories from day to day to day, For an extended period of time, ever, like maybe you've dabbled here and there, but you've never really done it, like for real, you know what I'm saying? Then 2000 is a good number to start with. But what you'll find, I can almost assure you, what you'll find is that over time, that 2000 is going to lead to you either putting on weight or losing weight. If you actually stick to it day after day after day after day, it's going to lead to you either putting on weight or losing weight. Okay. And neither of those things is bad. It's just knowing the data, right? You need to have the data in front of you, okay? So again, you gotta know your numbers. And it's a great place to start, okay? It's a great, by the way, no one can tell you, like I said earlier, no one can tell you what that that target caloric value is for you without doing a little bit of testing. So now my experience and intuition tells me roughly where someone should be when I start working with them and I ask a lot of questions and I find out more about the person and how they operate. And, um, and 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 more about their daily routines and habits and their lifestyle and the people they have around them and activity level and all those things. But at the end of the day, all I can do is get close. And it takes some adjustment over time, some micro adjustments over time to really dial that in. And that's normal, okay, that's normal. I'm here to tell you that even the most experienced people cannot pinpoint your exact value without going through some testing. There are too many variables Uh, with every single person because we're all fundamentally different there are too many variables and it prevents the, the the possibility of being able to dial that in we can't just we can't just look at someone and like you know I don't know run them through a machine or something and have you know just this big value spit out at the end it's like oh you should be eating this much and these should be your macros it doesn't quite work like that which is why I know the intent of macro calculators that I talked about earlier like if you google calorie calculators and macro calculators. I know the intention of them is to try to they're all good. The intentions are good to try to get you close. And a lot of times they can be close, but a lot of times they can be wildly off. Okay. Because it does leave for up for interpretation to the person, um, some, some variables, some coefficients, things like their activity level, their sedentary level. And, there. What, what kind of job do you have? How active is your job? Stuff like that. Like how basically how active are you during the day outside the gym? And people interpret that diff- differently. And, and people, they tend, to, um, they tend to sell themselves as something that they're not, meaning if you have a desk job, but while you're at your desk job, you walk around from time to time. Like every hour you have to walk from like a warehouse to another part of the office, then back to your desk that's still not really active <laughs> and a lot of people look at that and they think it's active so because that's not clearly you know delineated and explained a lot of people just they they um they don't quite accurately input their values into the calculators that give them a response back so again you know use a, a macro calculator if you think that you can trust it but what i've found over and over and over again guys is that macro calculators Online macro calculators typically tell you that you can eat five, six, seven hundred more calories per day than you should be eating. Okay, that's the that's the problem. Which is why, anytime I'm working with someone, I don't <laughs> I don't just go to a macro calculator. Even my own, I've built my own. I've used my own. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, but even that, I, I I I'll use it, you know, just to just to kind of gauge it and just have something to bounce it off of. But a lot of times. Um, I'll look at so many other variables that are outside of that ma- uh, macro calculator that have more influence over what the actual accurate number is. So anyway, I encourage you to to look at them, but don't trust them. Don't take them as gospel. So again, so how do you know where to start? Again, if you are completely unsure and you were an adult and you are uh, – well, it doesn't really matter what your physical state is, guys. It doesn't matter what your activity state is. If you are just starting and you have no idea where to begin and, you know, maybe you think you're underweight or maybe you think you're overweight, I would start with something. You have to take action with something. And that 2000 calorie number is not a bad place to start. Okay. It's not a bad place to start. And then inside of that 200 calorie number, You need to look at the next layer of numbers, all right? So it's all about knowing your numbers. So even though you're eating 2,000 calories, where are you getting those numbers from, okay? If you don't know already, the things in food that make up calories, uh, they're called macronutrients. Calories only come from three places, proteins, fats, and carbs. There's only three, guys. And those three things, again, make up every single calorie, all right? One gram of protein, Now, I don't expect everyone to remember this, but one gram of protein has four calories in it. One gram of carbs has four calories in it. And one gram of fat has nine calories in it. So if you, and sure, you should probably test this. Take take something out of your kitchen that has a nutrition label on it. Turn it around. Look at the nutrition label. Look at the number of calories at the top. And then work your way down and do the math yourself. Okay, it has, you know, whatever, 10 grams of fat in it do 10 times nine. Now you've got 90 calories. Then go down to carbs. Okay. It's got whatever, 10 grams of carbs. So that's four calories times 10 grams. That's 40 calories there. And it's, you know, whatever, whatever it's got for protein. And then just add those up, right? Add up what you've calculated for protein, fat, and carbs, and it should equal the calorie value at the top of the nutrition label. Um, So, so that's what makes up calories. And knowing those numbers is going to be something that gets you to the next level and the reason this is so important guys is because the transformation, mastering your body, losing weight, building muscle, leaning out, uh getting the physique you want, all those things, it's just science. Okay? It's not easy, but it's simple science. All right, it's very 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 simple. It's what you eat, what you consume versus what you burn and how you use it. And the reason people mess this up is because They take the analytical side of their brain and they, they shut it down and they start thinking with the emotional side of the brain. Okay. (laughs) So just bear with me for a second. You know, you have two different ways of thinking about things in general, humans think about things, two different ways. They think emotionally and they make decisions emotionally, and then they think and make decisions analytically and logically. Very rarely do both of those things play in. Okay. And most of the time, the default state for most people is emotional, which is why we give into things that taste good. It's why we give into things that make us feel good because of that, that taste stimulus or the dopamine hit or whatever. And we don't logically look at the food or logically look at the, the decision that we need to make from a standpoint of what is better for me. Right. It's never a, this is better for, oh very rarely, this is better for me, but this is going to give me more satisfaction. Therefore, I'll take this, you know, I'll take the logical one that, that, that is better for me. Very rarely do people do that. Most of the time people make split decisions because they're emo- going to be emotionally satisfied, emotionally satisfied. But the problem with that is that being emotionally satisfied very rarely leads to the goal that you actually want. It very rarely leads to the goal that you actually want. So this is why people mess this up because I I would venture a guess every single person watching this, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, you know, the same goes for you. Everyone listening to this, everyone watching this understands very basic arithmetic because that's really what it is. You eat this much and then you burn this much. You eat this much and you burn this much, but the emotional side takes over. And when it gets down to the nitty-gritty boots on the ground, you're in the trench, right? And you've got to make a decision. Do I eat this donut or do I eat this lean piece of chicken? I don't know, making stuff up, right? Most of the time people, when they're in that emotional state and it's 10 o'clock at night or something and they haven't eaten since like 2 o'clock because they had a bunch of stuff going on and they couldn't eat dinner or whatever. And they come to that decision, right? The decision, I could eat something terrible, something that's full of sugar, something that's full of fat, something that's just straight up bad for you. There's no redeeming nutritional value in it. Or I could eat this thing that's really, really good for me. It's going to provide some satiety. It's going to provide all the nutritional value that I need. It's going to provide the calories, all the macros, all the vitamins, but it doesn't taste as good, right? I'm not going to get that dopamine hit because it's not a big sugar blast a lot of times, guys, people, and you know this, right? I'm guilty of this too, right? Mostly from when I was younger. You're going to go for the thing that's easy, the thing that's convenient, the thing that tastes better, the thing that's going to make you emotionally satisfied. And that's the thing people just have a hard time breaking through. So really what it comes down to is knowing your numbers and then adhering to your numbers, knowing your numbers and then adhering to your numbers. So I want to run through something real quick, again, to paint the picture as to why the numbers are so important and how it's so simple. Um, I want you to think of your body like a bank account, okay? A bank account's a really good way to look at it. If you look at a bank account, right, it's really simple. You deposit a certain amount of money every single month, and then you spend a certain amount of money every single month. If you deposit more money than you spend, what happens? You end up with more money right? If you deposit less money than you spend every single month, what happens at the end? You end up in debt. You end up in less with less money, right? You end up owing money, really. You're short. You're short on money. So a really good way to look at your body is look at your body as a bank account, okay? Look at your body as a bank account. This is very simple terms, but it does make sense. Look at your body as a bank account. If you are depositing more calories every single day then you're burning every single day, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a surplus at the end. You're going to have extra calories at the end. But what your body does with those calories, again, guys, is that they get converted over into unused energy, which ultimately turns into body fat, okay? However, if you deposit less calories than you're burning every single day, what do you think happens? You end up in a deficit. Your body's burning more than you're putting in. And what that translates to is burning body fat because your body will literally burn up all the calories you consumed and then it's looking for more. It needs more resources in order to continue living and doing and moving and doing everything it needs to do and all the, having all the functions in your body continue to function. And so what it does is it taps into your body fat stores, right? And it taps into unused energy in your body, which translates to burning body fat right? It burns up all the calories you gave it, and then it burns more. It burns body fat. And if you do this every single day over and over and over again for an extended period of time, I'm talking 60, 90, 120 days or more, six months, nine months, depending on how how much you need to lose, that is the thing that gets you there, right? Now, how much of a deficit you should be eating? Well, that's different. That depends on your situation, Okay. That depends on your situation. How much should you be eating to begin with? And then what should your deficit be? And then of that deficit, what should your macros be? Well, all of that is not a simple question to answer. All of that takes a deep dive into who you are and what makes you, you, what makes your body, your body, what, what type of activity you're doing, all those things. And, you know, if all that is confusing, if all that is like, just sounding like so much that it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And you don't think you could come to that conclusion yourself. I totally get that. And that's why I'm here. (laughs) And that's, that's why I invite you to jump on a call with me and we can figure that out. Okay. We can jump on a call. Um, and we can talk about what it is your goal really is. Okay. What is that? What does your goal really look like? And how do you actually get there? What is the strategy to get there? So, uh, if you jump on a call with me, we can work through that. We can put together a game plan first by getting crystal clear on what that goal is and then put that, together that game plan to move you from where you're at now to where you want to be, okay, with your body, with your physique, whatever that is. Um, and you can do that by going over to GordonALight.com. So um, I just want to reiterate one more time is that knowing your numbers is what separates people who are successful from people who are not. There's a lot of things that separate people who are successful from people who are not. But one of those things is just this. And I want you to think for a second about someone in your life who claims to be obsessed with health and fitness or or at least they they talk about it a lot, right? They're they're they they're very interested in it, they talk about it, they bring it up a lot. They try to be that fitness person in your life or that health person in your life that like knows a lot about it and practices a lot of things and uh, think about that person, and think about where they're actually at, right? Because some people talk a lot, but don't actually get results. Some people, they act a lot by going to the gym, kind of, or going outside and going for a run, or something, but they don't actually get results. And you see them eat things that look healthy-ish, but you don't really know why they're eating them, and then if you ask questions, they don't really know why they're eating them, okay? Uh, There's a lot of people like that, And, and really, their intentions are good, but they just don't know their numbers. They don't understand the details. They like the idea of what they're doing, but they don't understand the details. And they might be doing something and the, uh, the practice of that soul thing, like let's just say, I don't know, let's just say they're eating Whole30. Okay, I, This isn't a knock against Whole30 either, but let's just say you know someone in your life that eats to the Whole30 diet. Great, cool. So they're eating to the Whole30 diet, but they're still overweight after six months. Okay. But they're eating whole foods. They're eating the whole 30 diet, but they're still overweight. Okay. Or they're paleo, right? They eat nothing but paleo based diet, uh, a paleo based diet, paleo based foods. That's great. Um, but they're still overweight after six months because that happens a lot. That happens a lot. Why is that? Well, the reason is they don't know their numbers. Okay. The diet that you're following is not gonna do the work for you. It's not going to be everything you need to know to to actually get you there, right? You need to know your numbers. It is not as simple as going to the store and buying a bunch of stuff that has the words whole 30 on it and then just eating that stuff and having magically have results happen. It does not work like that, okay? What you need to do, again, (laughs) I've been saying this over and over, but I need this to be at the front of your mind. What you need to know is your numbers, right? How many calories are you eating? How many grams of protein are you eating? How many grams of fat are you eating? How many grams of carbs are you eating? And of those, how many are coming from good quality sources and how many are not? All right. And then how many calories a day are you burning? Do you need to make an adjustment? Do you need to add? Do you need to remove? What's your activity level look like? Are you actually showing up and being dedicated to, to making a change by by being active in the gym or being active in your in your your home gym or however you work out however you train however you exercise or are you just going through the motions or are you being complacent with it all those things matter being the master of your numbers okay understanding your numbers so again guys if you need help with this stuff this is what I do. And I encourage you to jump on a call with me and we can talk about what your goal is and what it's going to take to actually get there. Okay. And to do that, just go over to gordonalight.com. I will put the link below here if you're watching on Facebook. And if you're listening on the podcast, just one more time, it's Gordon A. Light. Um, also, if you are listening on the podcast and you did get value out of this or any of the other previous episodes, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review and subscribe if you want, because I do have new episodes every single week. And that's going to do it here, guys. Thank you so much. I hope this was helpful. If it was, leave a comment down below. Let me know what was helpful, what made sense, what didn't make sense. And um, and I'll talk to you guys really, really soon. All right. Take care. Bye.